Nigga shine. I know what I know, and man, that's all I know. Hey. Alright, 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 let's get out of that. <laughs> Yo, it's your girl, Damo. Welcome back, my critters, to another episode of I Know Damo Knows. Man, oh man, we back in this bitch. First and foremost, as I always do, thank y'all if y'all still with me and supporting my podcast. That's love. Y'all understand the love. Like, straight up, this podcast has been such a release for me. Like, oh my God, just a beautiful thing. I love it. Straight up. It doesn't matter if I had one listener or no listeners. It's just been so good for me, my spirit. And so... I wanted to get into this episode. We are now episode five. <sighs> it's just me, y'all. I know that my last two episodes I've had features some pretty awesome individuals, definitely some special people that are a part of my life that I'm glad I, I'm glad they were on those episodes. I really am. Like they mean a lot. They mean the world to me. Um, and so, yeah, y'all got to meet them and talk to them and, and, and listen listen to them. <laughs> I was talking to them, but. Yeah, man, this episode, I really wanted to get into how toxic, I guess, holding things in and bottling things up can be from an early age and from, it don't even matter what age you are, bottling things in and keeping them to yourself. It's destructive, man. It really is. And I know when I was a little girl, my mom used to tell me that all the time. My mom used to be like, Dominique, you're going to keep holding things. And I'm telling you right now, you're going to explode. It's all going to come out at once. And I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's not going to be good. That's why you see people people out here kill themselves every day because they bottle things and they keep things to themselves instead of just letting it out. Somehow, some way, let it out. You know what I'm saying? That's why I sit over here and I talk to myself and talk out loud because I got to express myself. But like I said, I wasn't always that person. When I was a little girl... I would. I wasn't the talkative motherfucker. I was very shy. I kept things in. I wouldn't even cry. Do you understand me? You can ask my brother and sister, y'all. Like, oh my goodness. When I tell you, excuse me, Lord. I would not cry. Like I would hold my head up just to keep tears from falling out my eyes because I was just. I just did not want to show weakness from a little girl. And where did I learn that from? You know what I'm saying? You just think back. You're like, why was I like? Like, why? Why was I doing that? And there's learned behaviors, you know what I'm saying? And generational curses that we say, but it's like, you can say general generational curse, but also at the same time, it's like at some point, you know, 
you got to break those cycles. It's not necessarily a curse. Like, it's just behavior patterns that we grew up around and we saw our parents and grandparents and people before us do. And it's like, just because you see, like, it's monkey see, monkey, monkey do. It doesn't have to be that way. You can break the chain. You can break the cycle. Be that, be that one in the family to break those chains, break those cycles, man. And so as I've gotten older, it's just like I've becoming more and more into myself and learning myself and knowing myself. And it's like I've had to get to the point where it's like, yeah, dude, cry, cry. It's okay to cry. It's stimulating. It's healthy. Cry that shit. Yell. Fuck whatever you got to do. Express yourself. And so, like I said, man, I've come a long way. And like as a little girl, I wasn't that I wasn't that person. You know what I'm saying? And so. I have to say this because with my mom passing, it, it was just some challenging times for me. It has been. And I've seen myself revert back to that little girl because you don't have mama there to talk to. I talk to my mama every day. And I think that's the biggest thing. I talk to my mom every day. She know if we weren't talking on the phone, we was texting. You know what I'm saying? But I talk to my mama every day and I would vent and I could tell my mama any and everything. Everything. I'm telling you. And that's why I'm saying. My mom was incredible, incredible woman. It's like... It was never nothing that I was a, wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't scared to tell her anything. Just very open. And so, I don't know, I guess like when she passed, it was like, damn, like I reverted back to that little girl and I just bottled things up. And I didn't know until, I didn't know I was bottling up certain things that I was until last night. And I don't want to like get too deep into my stuff, um, and you know, but at the same time, this is my outlet. <laughs> Whether y'all realize that or not, this this podcast has, has been more of an outlet for me. And it just happens to be supported. And I thank y'all, like I said, and it's beautiful what it's doing and the things that it's happening with and the feedback that I'm getting. I mean, it's awesome. But, like, this has been an outlet for me. And I have to say, like, truly and genuinely, like, last night, man, it, everything came to surface. And it hit me all at once. And it was like, yeah, it was very cleansing. And you know, looking back on it, I'm like, oh, wow. I needed that. But what I'll say is I bottled up a lot of different things after my mom passed. Late, like months and days leading up to my mom and me not. I didn't know it was my mom's last days. Like, you don't know. We didn't know. We didn't know that my mom wasn't going to wake up the next day. I hadn't talked to my mom for almost oh, like it was like days leading up to my mom passing. My mama wasn't talking to me because she was holding stuff in. She didn't want to tell me that she was hurting about things that were going on in the house at the time and her health issues and stuff like that. She didn't want to tell me. I knew and my spirit knew, my heart knew what was going on. And I was like blowing her up and I was talking like, bruh, what's wrong? Is mom okay? Da, 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 da. Why won't she talk to me? Why won't she text me back? What's going on? And the last thing I remember my sister telling me um, was that, yeah, I talked to mom today and, you know, she told me that she didn't want to talk to, she, she was scared to talk to me because a lot of the same stuff has been happening and, you know, she just, she just, she didn't want to talk to you. She was like, she just didn't want to tell you that she was, you know, in that same space. Because my mom knew that, I wasn't necessarily like I was tough on her. It was just like, she knew, my, my mama knew I was going to keep it real with her just like she kept it real with me. But I was always going to lift her spirits. You know what I'm saying? Now, it didn't get hurt me the most because my mama couldn't come to me in the end. Like she was, she was so embarrassed about what was going on in the household and with her health and everything. It was just like overwhelming. Like she just didn't, she didn't want to tell me. And I was just like, that's not her. What's going on? Like, literally. And, I, and and this is some deep shit, but, like, my last text message to my mom was like, Ma, is everything okay? I haven't talked to you. Are you okay? What's going on? 
And then I got that call the next day and my brother telling me some stuff. And it was one of the most beautiful days for 20, 2018. I'll never forget it. And my brother telling me, you know, mom won't get, she, she didn't wake up. She won't get up. And I was like, what are you talking about? It didn't make no sense to me. To this day, it just don't make no sense. It's just like, how, what do you mean? What are you, what are you saying? And I remember going to fuck off with my brother. Like, shut up. You talking crazy right now. Shut up. No, she's not. But it was too late. It was, she was gone. And that's why I mean, like, it hurts me because I never got those last words from my mom. And th- everything just was overwhelming me last night because I was thinking about, like, the things that my mom was said. The last things and conversations that I did have with her. And every time I would see her, things she kept saying was, I just wish they would answer the phone. I just wish somebody would check on me. I don't want nothing. I don't want to bother. I don't need any money. I don't want this out of there. She just wanted her siblings, her brothers and her sisters to call her, check on her, come down there and see her. Her brothers and sisters had went, I mean, literally hadn't seen my mama since her health started depleting, since she got in the wheelchair, since they put her on oxygen. Her own siblings outside of her oldest sister and her mother, okay? And when my grandfather, when he was around, but he went too, a couple years before this. And those were the only people that came to see her. And she just was like, what's wrong with me? Why don't they love me? Why don't they accept me? She just, always, even growing up, she felt like she wasn't accepted. She was a black sheep in her family. But she just, just wanted to know why. Why won't they check on me? I mean, I don't get it. And she would just beat herself up about it all the time, crying and hurting. Like, what's wrong with me? Why, why they don't want to check on me? She's blowing, like, reaching out to these people. And it just kills me because it's like, you don't never know when someone's last moments are. And all they want to do is hear your voice or have you respond to check up on them. Hey, you okay, sis? Hey, how you doing? How you doing, friend? How you doing? My mama gave her all to everyone, man. She took care of everyone's kids, raised everyone's kids. That's why everybody that know my mama, like, she raised everybody, man. She loved everybody. And it was like, in the end, nobody was there. Even the days counting up, the years counting up, these people hadn't even seen my mama. And so that's why in the end she told me, she's like, Nick, I don't want to be in no, I don't want no funeral people crying over me and carrying on like, you know, like they, like they was there for me. Like they really missed me and all that. Don't cry for me now. You weren't crying for me. You weren't there on those lonely nights where I was hurting and up sick with body rocking with pain. You couldn't even call me and just say, and it's like, come on, y'all. We, we in 2019. A text message takes seconds to send. A letter, whatever. Travel is so easy these days to just get up and go and see, check on somebody. Especially when you know that that person is, might just be on their way out the door. Sick. Even if you don't think, nigga, some of the most healthy of a motherfuckers out here dropping like flies these days, man. But we take it for granted. And that shit made me so sick last night. I was thinking about that shit. And I was just thinking about my own situation and how people take me for granted. Just me, me. My friendship, my love, my companionship, when I'm standing and I'm there for people all the time. I and my mother, like I told y'all, me and my mother are one and the same. So I give my all into my relationships, my friendships, all of that. And it's so sad to see that you don't see that reciprocation. Why? It's because you can't expect to find it in no one else but yourself first and foremost. And I said that on episode two, self-love. Because if you don't give yourself that 100%, Attention, 100% devotion. You're never going to get that reciprocation, reciprocity, all that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) You're never going to see that or get that in return from anyone. And we can't, 
100% put our faith in, in, in people, in other people. Why? Because God knows that we're not perfect. He knows that. And so, yes, I was so bitter last night and everything was built up because these are feelings and emotions that I had been suppressing for some time now ever since my mom passed. And really before she passed, when she was sitting up there and having to see my mom cry and having to hold her and lift her spirits and shake her off of that, the moment, like take her off them cliffs, when she just didn't understand it, why nobody was there for her, why, why, why? She just didn't get it. And every time I would hear her say that, I was just like, Ma, fuck them. Worry about you. You can't you can't sit over here and stress and worry about them motherfuckers right now. Mama, if they're not there, the ones who love you are going to be there for you. They're going to be in your life. They're going to check on you. The ones that care the most about you, we right here. And we all you need. Me, my brother, my sister. You know what I'm saying? And for those who were there, T, would go over there and braid my mama's hair, be there for her. Okay? And even some of my other friends. My, my friends love my mama. The friends that I brought around her. Love my mama to death. I'm not even going to lie. My best friend, you know what I'm saying, uh, for years now, one of my best friends, it was like my mom was really close to her, really close to her. And, you know, I ended up, you know, really, you know, expressing myself to her last night because that was something that a part of me that I didn't think that I was really resenting, but I really was. I was really hurt at the fact that my mama had been asking for her for months leading up to this, that day, for months asking for her damn near summoning her at this point because it was like me and her weren't talking we weren't on speaking terms you know what i'm saying and i'm looking back at it now i was like man me and this me and this friend of mine we we went up and down and back and forth a lot but each and every time that we did most of the times that i i reached out to her was because my mom why aren't y'all talking this time dominique reach out to her check on her tell her i love her and I'm like, against all my, against everything I wanted to do, I would do it on two or three different occasions. Understand what I'm saying? And this last time I reached out to her because my mama had been begging for her to come and see her. And mind you, I had moved to Tennessee. I wasn't even living in the same, like here by my mom and my brother. You know, and my best friends, like she would live down the road, but we weren't talking. But at, at some point I was just like, I don't know. I had this feeling. I was like, let me hear her out because my mom keeps asking about her. And maybe she can go check on my mom. Maybe she can go check on her. And the day that she actually did, and it's no, and it's no shade, but it's just like to me, I took it personal because I'm like, all my mama wanted to do was hear you talk, even if you were to just call her and text her. You had her number. She hit you up. She left a message on your phone. She just wanted to. She just wanted to, uh, to somebody to be there when she needed some comfort, when she was rock, body rocking in pain. And these were the people that she wanted. It wasn't everybody she wanted attention from. It was certain people that she loved to death. And it was like the little things because we took for granted that, oh, she'll be there tomorrow. I'll go see her tomorrow. I'll go see her next week. Well, tomorrow never came. And the day that she went to go see her, my mama had passed. That Literally the fucking day she was going over to see her. And I know she had to deal with that pain herself. And that's why I was like, I don't hold a grudge on her. But last night I realized that I did have some type of resentment toward it. And it came out and I expressed it to her. As any real person would do. I didn't think that was in me, but dude, it came out. I was like, yo, where is this anger? I was angry. I was hurt. It was so many different emotions hit me all at once. And I was like, oh my God, where is this coming from? But man, I had to get it up out of me because boy, I could have, I could have hurt myself or somebody else last night. And then it don't help that I was drinking. Y'all already know. I was a little lit. 
I was with Mommy Yvette. I was at her house and I was kicking it with her. As some of y'all probably already know, I was on um my Instagram live. <laughs> and it was like, I was just filled with so many different emotions. And alcohol, I'm going to tell you right now, alcohol does not help. Okay, if you're in, if you motion, in an emotional state, alcohol is probably the worst thing, <laughs> okay, to remedy that. It is. But I was, I was happy. I was mad. I was sad. I was everything at once. But I remember her. I was talking to her because I called her for some advice on a funny situation that was happening at the time. I was, just, I was being tempted last night. I'll be honest. I, I had some temptations being thrown at me. And I was just having a hard time. I was like, oh, my God. I was just really fighting temptation because I was just like, Temptation is just, it's, it's everywhere. And it's a battle. And I know I've been being tested lately because God is growing me. And I was like, man, I don't want to fail. So I hit her up and asked her for advice. And she gave me some of the best advice, like she always does. Very wise, very wise individual, very enlightened individual. And I love her to death. But as she was going, I don't know where this energy started coming from. Because I was just like, I felt some type of way. And I started talking about my girl. And now sometimes I feel some type of way towards her because it's like, I don't get that all that I put into her. I don't get that from her. And she was like, well, Dominique, self-reflect. Why is it bothering you so much? Instead of looking at Diamond, look at yourself. Why is that bothering you so much? You know what I'm saying? And that's really what it was. Last night was a big self-reflection, but it was also released. Things that I needed to get off my chest so that I can move on and God can grow me. I can forgive people because my mom has forgiven these people. She's up. She's where she needs to be. She didn't made it. She ain't got no reason to hold no grudge. She has forgiven those people. God has forgiven those people. And she is full of love and light now. She's up there, my angel. So she wouldn't want me down here holding grudges and, you know what I'm saying, feeling types of way towards people. So I had to let it go. But before I let it go, I had to release it. I had to let people know how I felt. And today came and I felt so much better after doing it. But, man, listen, last night was something incredible. And I had to do it because it was like, it was just so much built up on my chest. And it was just like thinking about my mama. I'm crying. I am I mean, I was a wreck. Okay, y'all? A fucking wreck. But I needed that release because I was just like, in a, I was in a place, a dark place. It was like all my mom's emotions that she had to her, on her last few days with us. You know what I'm saying? Her last few months with us, just hurting and painting and angry, upset. Like, why? Why won't nobody love me? Like, why can't they love me? Why won't they show me that affection that I would show them? I would give them the last. But they won't even call me or text me, message me. Social media, all of this shit, all these outlets, and they won't even. And they know that I'm going through. Okay. But I don't get it, Lord. But why? That's what we do. We don't get it. But it's like we got to let go and let God and stop trying to force things to happen. Stop trying to force people to be what we want them to be. Be what we want to be in ourselves. Because at the end of the day, it starts with us. And I said that, and I was like, it just all hit me last night. It was like, Dominique, let this go. Let it out. Let people know how you feel. But let this go. Fall back. Be easy on yourself. Be easy on others. Don't force life. Don't force it. Let it flow. Because it's already written. I don't have to force anything. And that's me. I'm a Taurus. I like to be in charge and control. I'm a leader. But it's like, sometimes you really got to let go. You got to fall the fuck back and you got to let God have his way. Because he's going to have his way one way or another. How hard-headed you want to be? Because I'm hard-headed. I'm a bull. <laughs> That's just how hard you, how hard is the lesson you got to learn. You got to fall down a few times and bump your ass. You got to get that heartache, that heart pain. But only to grow through it. It might be painful and hurtful, but you grow through it. And I had to, I had to realize that last night. But what I will advise you is, like, honestly, y'all, 
because last night was a lot for me. And, you know, Yvette was there to listen to me, okay, and, and let me vent. And also my, my, my co-worker um, at the time, Dominique, was there. She came through as well, and she came over going in and venting and even get stuff off her chest. And she was just painting as well. We were both in there, and, and, and Yvette, she was like our little, our little shield, like our little angel. She was just letting us vent to her. Mind you, she got her own stuff going on too, but she just let us come to her and get everything off our chest. Just be a, a consoling shoulder to lean on, a lending an ear to us. And I'm so used to being that person, so it was just so strange to me. But it was like, I needed that last night. We did. Me and her. And Yvette was there for us. And I just, that's why I said, man, I love that lady, man. She's like an adopted mother to me because I tell you, bro, like, it was incredible last night. Honestly, it really was. And I'm glad I got it off my chest. But I, I tell you one thing. I should have never got my ass behind nobody's wheel <laughs> the very next day. I mean, not the next day, but literally, like, after that, all that went down, me getting behind the wheel was just not a good, it, it wasn't a good idea. Needless to say, I was safe. I was good. I made it home. But, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. My black guy should have been behind the wheel. And I ain't get no tickets. I ain't get no no trouble. None of that shit. I just got home and and and, and did some damage in the in the in the driveway. But my car is intact. <laughs> Needless to say, whoo, yes, Lord. Um, but you know, on another note, like I said, man, it was it was a really it was a really enlightening night. It was good. It's off my chest now. I feel ten pounds lighter. Okay, feel so much relief. From that, from just that. And that's what this episode was really just wanted to touch on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, just don't bottle things up. Life is so short. Don't bottle things up. Whatever you need to do to release it, whether that's work out, talk to somebody, talk to yourself, write it down, scream it out, go take a punching boxing class, whatever. Read a book. Whatever you got to do to release that energy. Pray. Meditate, do some yoga, whatever you got to do, let it out because it's not good. Bottling up toxic energy will kill you, just like stress will kill you. I'm telling you right now, I know that's a part of my reason. Like, I know my mother wasn't the healthiest, and that the doctor's report will say that's what took her, but I know it took my mom long before any of that came. Stress, a broken heart, anxiety, pain, all of that. Literally, I know that for a fact. She was hurting. And she just felt like she she had to keep all that into herself because she had to be strong for us. Well, right now, mama, I know you're listening. And I tell you right now, we love you. And I thank you for being as strong as you were when you were. As strong as you were for all those years and all that time. But you ain't got to hold it in no more, mama. You free. We have released you. You are free. You up there doing your thing. And if I were to just say anything, I just want you to just know that we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. And I just say that to all of y'all. Seriously, man. Just If y'all going through something, like, seriously, just know that there's always somebody that's willing to lend an ear. If you ain't got nobody, whoever's listening to this, you got me. You can always call me, text me, whatever. Damo going to be here. Because I know what it feels like to not have nobody to talk to. Not have that one person that you want to talk to or release your, you know what I'm saying, your troubles to. And there's always God or whoever you pray to, whoever you believe in or whatever you believe in. There's that as well. 
So I would just encourage y'all to just, you know, keep your heads up. If they, you know what I'm saying? Don't bottle up your energy. Let it go. Let God, let whoever, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and don't force things. Let them flow. Let it flow. Let life flow. Because, man, tomorrow ain't promised. Yesterday is said and done. Ain't no change. And you can't rewrite history. It's gone. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow, you don't know if you're going to wake up. So all you have is right now in this moment. So wherever you are, when you listen to this, embrace your moment right now. And know that Damo knows. <laughs> Damo got you. I love y'all, man. I really thank y'all for all the support y'all been giving me. If y'all still tuned in to me, that is, that man, shh, much love. That's all I can say. Ah, see, that felt good. <laughs> Didn't it feel good? Just a nice little inhale and exhale. Again, man, y'all hold it down. I love y'all. Enjoy the rest of your evening, your morning, your day, wherever you are in the world. Enjoy your day to the fullest. Live life to the fullest. Take it one day at a time. And just love yourself. Love yourself, man. Until next time, I got um, It's your girl. I know Damo knows. Y'all tune in with me. Stay true to yourself. Hold it down. And we out. Oh, <laughs> I holla.